Is it music for the masses? Uh, no. Hey, and uh, welcome back, uh, everybody, to Isopod, the isolation podcast. Music is courtesy of Sacred Lime, as it always is. I am Jack, and I am joined by Corey. Um, I'm Corey. On this Thursday afternoon, coming to you live from California, Corey from Seattle, Washington. Um, it has been a couple weeks since our last episode, but excited to be back. I'll take the blame for, for that one. I think, uh, I think I'm, I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, how are you, uh, how are you doing, dude? Doing pretty well. Went on a nice long hike with Abby and Willow today. I saw that. That looked nice. Otherwise, uh, not too much new. We're uh, mostly in isolation, if you will. Oh, you too, huh? Yeah. So, Jack, what have you been listening to recently, these past few weeks? Uh, well, I think uh, I think about two weeks ago, I was just, I kept going on that Phoebe album, um, but lately, it's been a lot of uh, this new Taylor Swift album, um, which I'd uh, honestly, never thought I would say on this show, but here we are. Um, we'll get into that album in a little bit. But yeah, I've been, I've listened to that probably two or three times since it's released. That's nothing. <laughs> uh, I would like to shout out some recommendations we have gotten from Isopod listeners. Who knows if they actually listen, but, uh, they gave us some albums to listen to, and I did. Um, Peter Lavery with uh, the Feel Something recommendation from James Young. Uh, he's a Seattle artist. I'm not even sure what genre he fits into. Maybe electronica, alt, indie rock. Maybe none of those. But I enjoyed it. Infinity was a high point for me. A very vulnerable, raw record. So thank you, Pete, for that. Uh, next, Davis Wright. Recommended Lime Cordial to us. Um, they just released an album titled 14 Steps to a Better You. It just released three weeks ago. Um, they're this Australian pop rock duo. Um, no plans to make plans. Robbery and inappropriate behavior have all been on my uh, radar. Been listening to those. So thank you, Davis. Good job, uh, Davis. Last recommendation. Came from Phoebe Bridgers herself. Uh, thank you, Phoebe, Elliot for Smith. introducing Elliot Smith to me. I yes. was late, and I am obsessed. Uh, so obsessed. Either or, and his self-titled uh, albums were the standouts for me on my first trip through his discography. But hey, here's to, here's to many more. I'm obsessed. And then uh, shout out to Lucas as always for half of my playlist ads as always. Yeah, speaking of Lucas, I would like to also shout out Lucas O'Connell. I um, recently, he probably already knows this by now, because um, you say that he monitors Judy's jams like a like a hawk. But I just um, followed that Judy's jams playlist, and you all should do the same because it is. It's it might be one of the best playlists you could see on um, you could listen to on Spotify. You're going to make his year. That was my uh, go-to at the coffee shop when I uh, had to throw something on. It's Just seven hours of uh, groovy, funky jams. Oh so. man, it's um, it's it's got a little bit of everything. If yeah, 
Yeah. Lucas knows how to pick them. Sure uh, uh, let's get into our albums, our favorite yeah. albums since last episode. Where do we want to start, Jack? Um, I want to talk about Dinner Party real quick. Okay, let's do Dinner Party, and then we'll get into Logic, and then Taylor. Deal. Cool. Dinner Party is this super group. I believe it's a self-titled album. Like, this is their uh, the trio? group name, D- Dinner Party. It's actually... I think it's four artists. Oh, there are four, oh, it, it, four of them. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Like, there was only three listed on Spotify, but Kamasi Washington is also on every single song. So it's the talented producer, singer-rapper at times, Terrace Martin, yep. the legendary hip-hop producer at Ninth Wonder, the critically acclaimed jazz saxophonist Kamasi Washington, and finally the piano pianist producer Robert Glasper. And this super group has released seven songs, 23 minutes of neo jazz r&b hip-hop intersection there aren't many vocals actually most of them come from felix um this chicago-based artist who sings on five of the tracks he's worked with no name a lot anyways um this thing is funky it tests the boundaries of all those genres but it's so clean and well mixed and maybe i should say well produced um just 23 minutes of good vibes i'd recommend this as like stein as mindless study music or intense dancing music those are the two choices only so. those only those two that first single freeze tag continues to rock my world every lesson that's a groovy one yeah yeah kamasi man he's the one that released that two hour plus um jazz album correct sure is legend he and then terrace martin if you if you all don't know terrace martin known for um his work with kendrick so yeah he's, he's worked he, with everyone he, yeah he's because he was all over tip of a butterfly that's the first time i ever heard his name yep and um, ninth wonder i mean he's behind yeah, most yeah, of right. jay-z's biggest hits yeah. mary j blige he's worked with kendrick drake anyone and recently everyone. anderson Pack, he's, he's been a um, that's true. Yeah, yeah, he's been a main producer for him. Um, well, cool. Uh, and then um, Logic dropped his. Apparently, this is going to be Logic's final um, studio album um, as a hip hop artist. He announced his retirement from uh, music. Um, well, I I shouldn't say music because he said that he's still going to be running a record label, um, still going to be involved, but at least as a uh, as an artist, I think he decided to hang it up and uh, he's going to be focusing on his family um, and just other business ventures. So we'll see. I don't know. I, I think I, I texted you about that because it's like, you know, we have so many hip hop artists coming out and saying, you know, they're retiring and uh, it's tough to take them seriously because they'll retire for retire in like for like a month or two. Like we don't hear from them, and then they just drop a single, yeah. And then you think, what what happened? So, but it seems pretty genuine. I mean, um, he got pretty emotional on his live stream um, after the album dropped, and pretty much thanked all his fans. And uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it seems like it's it's the end for him. Um, personally, I have never been a huge Logic fan. Um, I would say after listening to this album, it's one of his better ones. 
um, for sure. Uh, certainly better than the two that he put out last year. Um, uh, I mean, I agree with that statement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, good for him. Happy that he, um, is moving on to other things, um, and seems to be happy about that change. So, um, yeah, this album was, it, it was, it was good. I know that, I know that you enjoyed it a lot more than I did, I think. Yeah, I have a little to add. Um, I've been, I've been critical of Logic in the past, um, and I thought this retirement announcement was pretty weird initially. Um, but after listening to No Pressure, I think I get it. Um, he's tired of me. He's tired of the critics. He's tired. He's ready to focus on his son, um, his mental health, and apparently his gaming career. Um, on No Pressure, it's, it's co-produced by No ID. Um, yeah, Logic, that's crazy. Logic peels back the layers, shows off his. I mean, he's always been a really technically sound rapper. Um, he's a, he's a skilled rapper. He's he's not my style, but he on, on no pressure he tells the story of a hip hop lover who struggled with his identity as as he came into this fame as a rapper. And I, I just thought it was really genuine, and it's the most I've sympathized and understood Logic since his like heartbreaking childhood stories on under pressure. Um, so it's, it's long, but that intro track hit my line, soul food Two, five hook, heard him say all standouts for me. So I think it's honestly my favorite logic album to date. Um, under pressure would be his, would be his competition for me. Yeah. But let's move on. Last but not least, Taylor Swift has released um, a surprise album um, called Folklore. This was uh, announced the the um, I think it was it was the night it was last Thursday night I believe that she just uh, decided to announce it. It was like an hour before its release, um, and um, yeah, she made it all during quarantine. Um, uh, she's got production help from Justin Vernon, who of course Bon Iver, um, who has some um, some, lyric, some lyrical credits on Exile. Um, we've got uh, Jack Antonoff uh, of Bleachers. He's uh, produced a lot of the tracks on here, um, and then a few other people. Um, Aaron Dessner of the National. That's, that's right, Aaron Dessner. Yeah, well. that's right. That's right, Aaron Dessner, of course. So Aaron, Aaron and Justin both on this. That's the big, big red machine right there. Um, that's true. Yeah, so that's cool. Um, but I, <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised listening to um, to this last Friday. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't think I've been shy in saying my. Uh, my feelings towards Taylor's music. I've not been a huge fan in the past, um, but this one hit different for sure. It's, she goes into this more indie style um, and it, it seems like a lot, of, a much more mature album for her um, versus her, her lover release from last year. Um, and even like from her reputation days from 2017, this is a this is a huge shift, and I think it's a really 
um, it's a it's a really really good shift. Um, there's I don't I don't know if I if I disliked any song on here honestly. I think I think all of them I I, I liked to some degree. Um, yeah. Yeah, I agree with you. You touched on a lot of the things I wanted to say. I felt like it was a big U-turn or maybe right turn stylistically, subject matter wise. Yeah. Um, I'm seeing many people like dub it as uh, return to her past or her roots, which is which is true. Um, it definitely has more of a singer songwriter feel than some of her more popular recent albums. Yeah. Um, the folk and folklore is reminiscent to her crunchier days, I guess. But in my opinion, it's 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 really Taylor's songwriting on folklore that makes this her very best album. There, the lyrics are sophisticated, metaphorical, multi-dimensional. Maybe the product of isolation, or maybe the fact that she's thirty now. And yeah, I I just think the production team she put together really highlighted her strengths and for sure yeah I, I was going through the songs i like and there aren't a lot of misses for a 63 minute album so no you did it taylor yeah you 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 got a a, a very good on isopod <laughs> thumbs up from us so uh that's right. Congrats. Yeah, congrats on that if you're listening, if you ever listen to this. Um, Not too many other albums we really enjoyed these. I mean, it's been three, four weeks since our last episode. Right. Uh, Saw Baby came through with uh, Barnacles. He's an Atlanta rapper and self-proclaimed weirdo. Um, yeah, that's a fun one. If you like that intoxicating, like, bubble trap beat sound that burberry perry popular popularized and lyrics about giraffes and sex this is this is the album for you so <laughs> i actually really enjoy it it's the funniest album i've heard in a while but uh yeah yeah and then uh and then juice world release that's another one that um uh you know i wasn't i wasn't too impressed with um unfortunately it's it just felt like a lot of uh, leftovers from previous albums, which I'm sure they, I'm sure they were, but, um, his team, uh, curated that and, uh, felt like it was, um, you know, it kind of, uh, uh, reflected or just kind of like encapsulated what Juice's music was about. So, um, I appreciate them releasing that, but I, I think as an album, it wasn't, um, I don't know. I, was, I wasn't, I wasn't too, too impressed by it nothing really stood out yeah there's three songs i'm going back to a lot there's some really difficult um skits that they like sampled old i don't even know voicemails or things yeah audio from juice that hit hard following his death of course yeah so. yeah, yeah yeah it was yeah an intense listen but not an album i'll be going back to too much but yeah. uh Let's jump right into the playlist. We've released three, four playlists since last episode, so I think we're picking our, I don't know, I have five of my favorite songs. How many yeah, do you have, Jack? I've, I've got five as well. Um, two that will be on um, this week's playlist. Um, I think it's been, I think we've released three uh, since our last episode. Um, so the one we're releasing after this episode is four? Correct, I believe. 
Who knows? Who cares? Whatever. You guys know. Um, anyways, um, I will go first. Uh, so this is taking it back um, uh, to when we um, when we last recorded. This this dropped um, uh, the day after that last episode. Um, new single or newer single by Novo Amor called Decimal. Um, yeah, uh, kind of reminded me of how much I love this this band. Um, it's this dreamy uh melodic acoustic track about summer love um yeah i'm it, it was it, it was released uh as a um i think it was an ep technically there were two tracks decimal and halloween um so hopefully this is um a sign that uh a full length is on the way uh from them but um really really enjoy this this is one of my one of my favorite songs of the year honestly so uh, I can't get enough of it. Nice. I think you'll be able to predict all my five songs. I'm predictable. Probably. You've uh, become predictable. Nobody layers vocals like British singer-songwriter, producer, superstar, James Blake, uh, with Are You Even Real? A single released July 8th about an acid trip the narrator has with a woman. It is a song about human connection and reality and self-identity, and it's James's gorgeous beat that makes this song just perfect. The mm. strings at the end, the pulsating bass, the piano lines, the opening synth, just overwhelming. Chef's kiss. Mm-mm. Uh, what's your second, Jack? Yeah, I love that one, too. Um... Next one is a uh, the third single from Lecrae called "Drown." This is uh, in promotion for his uh, his new full length that will be coming out uh, late August called "Restoration." Uh, but this new single, "Drown," it's got John Legend on the chorus. Um, yeah, it's it's one of my. I mean, I'm not I'm not a huge John Legend fan as a solo artist anyway, but. Uh, he handled the chorus really well, um, I thought. Uh, and then Lecrae um, goes for three minutes plus, reflecting on um, difficulties and demons that he's had had to battle uh, throughout his life, and uh, essentially just you know not letting that overtake him and, and define who he is. Um, but yeah, this is a, this is another great great single from from Lecrae. Looking forward to that new album. Nice. My second track is Politics and Violence by Dominic Fike. It reminds me that we skipped over See or No. So predictable. Because Dominic Fike is dropping his debut album in approximately 77 minutes. So if you are listening to this, just pause it and listen to that instead. <laughs> um, <laughs> just kidding, sort of. Uh, so this is his second uh, single in preparation of this album chicken tenders was the first one it was this cute catchy tune yeah i like that whereas uh politics and violence as the name suggests is 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 more than that um dom delayed this album following george floyd's death and posted about violence at the hands of police his family experienced during his childhood and this song kind of goes into that um but it's still this really catchy and uplifting track despite um some of the darker subject matter uh, the first half is this alt-pop 
sound that Dom has just perfected, but then the beat does something insane, and Dom just wraps his ass off for the rest of it, and it is so good. Yeah. Ah! Love it. Love Hit, it. Hitting love them it. with the so- sound effects tonight. <laughs> All right, so uh, at this point, you guys are, are, now, uh, are now back after listening to that Dominic Fike album, so welcome back. Um, <laughs> uh, third song for me is from an artist that I had not heard of. Um, so shout out Spotify for, uh, for this suggested track last week. Was it um, on your Discover Weekly, or where did you it, find it? It was a song that popped up. I was listening to one of my playlists that I, that I made, and then... It must have ended, and then it like switched to this song. You know how it does that sometimes. Yeah, this was that's the next where song. Spotify is so much better than Apple Music. Apple Music will just stop playing. Yeah, this it it, it, tra- it was just incredible. It transitioned to this song, and I was like, "Wow, this is a good ad for me." And I realized that I hadn't added it because I had never heard it before. <laughs> uh, but this is a new single from Ryan, solo artist, um, called "One Minute." Um, yeah, and I was I was going through her. Um, she hasn't released a full length yet, but um, uh, she's got she's definitely got some Phoebe soccer mommy type of vibe going on, um, which of course Corey and I are uh, are all about. But this is a track that uh, just has her reminiscing on uh, loneliness felt after a breakup, um, and it's a really nice you know acoustic acoustic song about three minutes, and hopefully you know um, down the line we get a we get a, a full album from her because, um, uh, yeah, this is just this is a, another song that I've just been uh, been had on had on repeat as well. It usually goes Taylor Swift album this song and then Taylor Swift album this song. So, uh, love it, a a a cultured man. <laughs> Next we have uh, America by Sufjan Stevens. I don't I don't really know how to describe or start with this song it's this 12 minute long sprawling single for his his upcoming album the ascension which is coming september 25th oh, nice. this song the single released on july 3rd uh and america twists and turns with this haunting apocalyptic instrumental as steven's repeats over and over again don't do to me what you did to america and there's many more lyrics and much more to dive into but like it or not this is this is the sound of 2020 this this is where we're at and america is a masterpiece the steven song of, of course yeah it is and that um yeah the uh, the cover art that went along with it that caught my eye as well that was um really really powerful um so if you haven't heard that song definitely give that a listen 12 minutes but well worth it next one up for me is new single from ski mask the slump god um burn the hoods uh yeah yeah Uh, jack always keeps me off guard i didn't i didn't predict half of these oh oh baby how did you not predict this one though oh man Oh wow, uh, yeah. Um, Ski Mask does it again with uh, his uh, wacky, weird. With what um, he does, as, as he does this, like I don't even know how to describe his 
his rap style. It is just unlike anything you'll ever hear from any other uh, any of his contemporaries. Um, just a wild, hard single. One of the hardest songs I've heard this year. Um, talking about uh, systemic racism, police brutality, um, many of the messages that we've been hearing the last you know, a couple months. Um, and in the video, I don't know if you've seen the music video for this song, but can't say I have. Um, yeah. Uh, first time you, you listen to the song, just look up the, the music video on YouTube. It's, it, it's a Cole Bennett video, right? Uh, it sure is. Yeah. And yeah. it, it, it's something else. Um, heavy KKK imagery, uh, just, yeah, it's, it's like a, it, it feel it feels like a very um like adult swim like <laughs> cart like a live action cartoon but it's just absolutely bonkers um anyways um yeah that is burn the hoods ski mask so excellent hit, hit, hit that up my fourth song is pac-man by the gorillas featuring schoolboy q the gorillas just can't seem to miss anymore this song machine series is is setting up to be something special um on pac-man 2d and schoolboy trade verses likening their lives to a video game feeling stuck in place trying to level up and references to addiction the beat is cartoony I'll say uh, it has these Pac-Man samples. It has this funky synth line. It's great. Um, and it has this, I don't even want to call it a beat shift. shift. It's a mood shift for beat a shift. <laughs> And, oh man, his beat hits hard as schoolboy Q versus uh, tend to do. So nice. Love that track. Beat shit opening up at Coachella this year. Anyways, uh, <laughs> last song for me is um, off of that uh, new Taylor Swift album that we were have been talking about all episode. This is me trying uh, my pick off of Folklore. Um, like I've been saying, this is uh, it seems like throughout this album she um, did a lot of, like Corey said, it seems like from this quarantine, she was doing a lot of self just reflection. Um, and this song is certainly, um, one of those moments on the album, um, where it's, it seems like Taylor goes into, uh, accepting a lot of the, uh, airs and, uh, you know, kind of faults that, that have led to various relationship issues in her life and making a conscious effort going forward to repair those issues. Um, uh, whether it be individual or um, just, you know, like a, a mutual effort from her and, and her former um, her former partners. So, um, yeah, I really enjoyed this, the moment on this album. Um, pretty, pretty epic mood. I think Jackie Antonoff has um, has production credits on, on this track, as he does on, on, on a lot of these. But um, this is a, a really, really nice one. I mean, Exile and, and Betty are, are the standouts, but I'll allow. Exile is the best song on the whole album, but you already picked it, so. Sure did. My final track if it's is not, not Exile. Because I, I already talked about Taylor Swift. They get it. I mean, it's it's the best duet 
there is. Anyways, Cookie Chips by Reggie Snow featuring Cam Obi and MF Doom. Um, yeah, with all the de- depressing songs I've recommended and just 2020, I implore you to close your eyes, put on the headphones, and just, just catch the vibes. Uh, Snow delivers this lackadaisical smooth verse. Cam's hook is so trouble-free. And then Doom enters Metal Face with the dense mouthfuls of poorly mixed brilliance. Um, I just have to read off the first two bars because you, you can't talk about it. A, do- a Doom song and not read <laughs> off the doom. It's Doom. He says, it's inadequate, this elaborate floral display. They paid for bad habits, gall and moral decay. And then he just goes on to keep on doing that. And, and <laughs> I mean, come on. He's a living legend, man. I, I, I love you, Doom. Uh, I had a really hard time choosing five songs, so uh, I'm just going to say that Shine by Joey Badass was an honorable mention, as well as Spaghetti by Kenny Beats, Mino, and Jid. I didn't even add that. I didn't even talk about that one. How did Thought you know? vs. Everybody, yeah. Black Thought. Oh my gosh, there were some great tracks the last few weeks. I would have stolen Exile from you if that was an option. Sorry. I'm shocked you didn't um, go with the J. Cole song. Oh yeah, that was that. the climb. The climb. The climb's an honorable mention for me. Yeah. <laughs> Good to hear. Well, it's Thursday night, so Jack and I are uh, preparing ourselves mentally, physically for the booze cruise tomorrow night. Um, we 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 would like all our listeners to uh, add Jimmy Consiglio on Facebook. That's J I M M Y space C O N C. Shoot, S I G L I O, maybe. You can also uh, add him at Jimmy at Home on Instagram. <laughs> Jcon two four six on everything else, um, but that's uh, where we find most of our joy these days. Yeah, so. tune tune in tomorrow night. Um, I think Jim's going to be downing a new a new beer tomorrow, a Stone Delicious IPA. Um, and which is the beer that he has. Watching another week. Mission Impossible, probably. <laughs> probably, so. yeah. So that's how we're going to end our show. We'll, we'll, we'll talk to you guys next time. Listen to that Dominic Fike album and Amine if, if, if we haven't uh, dropped another episode by then. Right. We'll, uh, we'll see you next time.